You are listening to ASD Warrior presents ASD Shorts, a quick burst of insight, thoughts, and inspiration to bring your day as an ASD Warrior. On this ASD Short, we're going to talk about the next step in IEP strategies. This is number three. So as we look every year at putting new plans together, the customization, the creation, the strategy, all that kind of good stuff. At this point in this is strategy three, you've already gone through, looked at strengths. You've looked at your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, concerns. Um, You've looked at previous goals um, to whether or not they're relevant, whether or not they were successful. Was it paced appropriately? Um, Is 80% of the time achievable in a chaotic social setting? I mean, all those things that you're thinking about, right? Now, after all of that, taking notes, getting your thoughts together, what you see is maybe something that we really need to work on, something that maybe um, we need to table for another time and and the relevancy of what it is we're we're doing right now and who you have at the table and, and who's a part of that creation process is that you're looking at new goals, These new goals are really a reflection of the two previous steps that you've gone through. But adding into account where they academically feel a child of that age level should be, what they should accomplish. And as you navigate that space, and a lot of times I called it the space between mainstreaming and special day class where a lot of our kids fall and depending upon the year and the curriculum and expectations and the social chaos from a maturity perspective, they kind of go back and forth, right? And so looking at those new goals, what's achievable, what you also want to do is are there moments of success that your child feels, Because part of this whole journey as we navigate being a parent, leading something that in a lot of ways we were never prepared for, thrown into, and said sprint until you can't go anymore and then take a breath and sprint again, right? And you don't know where you're going, okay? It's just, woo, nice visual. It's what we live in every day. But, you know, we have to figure out how to make them stronger, how to make them feel successful, how to build independence, and more importantly, coping strategies for now and later. There is brilliance in the way that my son's brain works. It's amazing sometimes to watch it. I am so many times blown away at who he is, how he thinks, how he loves, and how he learns. And That in and of itself is such a big responsibility of how do I keep him thriving? How do I keep him building his independence, building his coping strategies, and just knowing who he is when he walks in a room and loving it? It's a big job. I mean, all of us as parents want that. I think sometimes when we wear this hat of the ASD spectrum in parenting, We never realized how much we probably should have done it with all of our kids. Um, And now we're in the middle of something that we've got to figure out and run fast with. So these new goals, we've got to look at academics. We have to look at 
SDC mainstreaming? When does he need to get pulled out of class? When does he or she need time to take a test? Is it in a room with other kids making noise? Probably not. If our intention is to see what they're capable of, but there's also a feasibility expectation. Is, is it feasible in the school? What does that look like? I mean, there are so many things and we start with the goal. We then look at the goal. Oh yeah, it's, it's good. I think it's a great goal. It meets expectations from a progression perspective, academically, socially, great. Is the environment feasible for, for them to attain this skill, to be successful? I don't know. That's a conversation. How does that look? How does that then relate to what we're asking for in time, in the class, out of the class, in SDC? When do we push in? When do we pull out? All these different things that we are now not just looking at goals, but looking at whether or not they can be successful in the setting in which it's happening. Do they need an aid? What kind of aid? Is it somebody that really goes in and and writes for them so that they can focus on learning? Do we get a talk to text in a in a system? Do do they need sensory a ball to sit on in class? Do they need to be in the front of the class, in the back of the class? How does the class look? I mean, there's so many things that we think of that are important and are also going to impact the success of these goals and whether or not it's a good use of time or a waste of time. That's the hard part. That's the part that if you did step one and step two well, and you got everybody at that table, understanding the work that you've put into it, giving them insight to your child in that moment in time, right? Building their understanding of what they can do, what success looks like, how to manage expectations, all those different things. We look back on the strengths. We look back on the goals. What did we accomplish? Where did we think we may have misstepped, right? And we could have done it better if we would have incorporated this. Now that comes into the game plan. Now, not only are you getting the best minds thinking at that table of how we can do this, you also have the administrators, the principal, whoever you brought to that table who's a part of that process going, can we do it? And what does that look like? Is it feasible? Is it successful? And and how do we know when we've achieved that too? Because not only do we want to have the goal, and not only so many times have I seen on these IEPs, well, when they've achieved it at 80% out of 100, then we can say, okay, that's great. What does 80% look like? And what's the situation in which we're trying to figure out if we're at 80%? We need to be a part of that conversation too. Because not only is it helping our child, it is educating these teachers, these therapists, these administrators that are hopefully going to take a little bit of that to the next meeting and maybe open up the eyes and minds of the parents and get them being more strategic, right? Because that's what it's all about. So take a look at what are the core standards for an academic achievement at a certain level in that grade? What are the main things, not all the things, 
Because sometimes, you know, in writing in third grade, that was not going to happen for Nate. Like the the ability to write and the understanding of language and, and the use of language, which is part of their kind of struggle at times in different parts of their life, was, was not going to be attained. And it had nothing to do with his understanding of maybe the topic he was writing about, but his ability to execute ideas and thoughts in a language-based setting. Hmm. Okay. So how do we do that? How do we augment that? Well, you know what? Nate did presentations on PowerPoint and they were excellent and he loved them and he got up and did a speech. So, okay. So now we know what that looks like to achieve this core standard. Okay. So we look at that. We look at the environment in which these achievements are supposed to happen and really assess from a behavioral aspect what that really looks like for your child and whether or not it can work and get everybody at that table giving input. I had some of the best conversations with Heidi Little who sit who sat at many times at the table of IEPs and sits in our consulting group for ASD Warrior say, you know what, we could do that, but we'd have to do this. We'd have to get him in this situation and, you know, I want to try this. Let's do that. So instead of it just being 80% out of 100 times that they must achieve this certain thing, it was, no, we're going to do it this way. And we're going to know when we see him do this, when he's performing a presentation. Done. I love it. And all the time, I'm building strengths up in my child, coping strategies, his ability to focus. He feels good about himself. And we all win. So take a look at those goals for next year. And look at... How do I define in the goals what it looks like, how we will know and manage expectations of what is achievable, what is important, and what is ideal for making the year great for your child, building strengths, coping strategies, and in the end that they thrive. I hope you have a great day, a wonderful week, and God bless. Thanks for listening to My Mom on ASD Warrior presents ASD Shorts. Don't forget to subscribe to ASDWarrior.com where you can listen and download all of our podcasts and shorts that make getting your PhD and your child easier.